to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. Have you ever gotten into an argument with the adults in your life where you want to do something and they just think you're absolutely nutty for wanting to do it? Well, that's what's going on with Laura. Laura lives in Cuba in 1960, and this is just after Fidel Castro has come to power. There's been a big struggle. There have been a lot of fighting against the government-backed United States forces versus Castro. But finally, it appears that things are beginning to settle down. And that's when Laura sees a poster at school. Now, it's a poster that gets her into a lot of trouble with her parents because she decides that she wants to be like the girl in the poster. Because Fidel Castro and his government have made an astonishing claim. They want the country of Cuba to be 100% literate by the end of the year. Now, there are a lot of people that live outside of the cities in Cuba at this time who are completely illiterate. They do not know how to read or write Spanish. And so this is a huge undertaking. And the government realizes they can't do this by themselves. They have decided to recruit not only adults for this, but young teenagers as well. And Laura has decided that she wants to be one of these literacy workers, one of these literacy teachers that goes off into the hills, into the mountains, to educate the people that are living there. This, however, is not what Laura's parents want for her. And, as you can imagine, it's a bit of a struggle to convince them. But it turns out she has an unexpected ally in her grandmother. Ebuela heard out their complaints before she turned to me. It will be a hard life, she said. Your father is right. You can't imagine how hard. I know, I said. But, of course, I knew nothing except that I wanted to be part of the campaign. The girl in the poster was wearing a uniform. I looked at her smiling face and for the first time in my life imagined what it might be like to be truly free. No one telling me not to play in the sun or mess up my nice dress. I didn't want to spend the next few years of my life just sitting still so that someday I would be able to make a proper marriage. I wanted to do something, be someone. My father stood up. Do you want to throw away your life? No, I want to live it. And break your mother's heart. No, no, Poppy. I want to make you both proud of me. They killed that boy. He muttered the words as he sat down heavily, his head in his hands. My heart gave a jerk. We all knew the story of the young literacy worker who was killed by the banditos in January. For a long time, or what seemed like a long time to me, no one said anything. Finally, Abuela leaned forward and put her small hand on my shoulder, but she was looking at Papi. Remember, Paulo, how we longed to pray for a new day in our country, she said. Well, that new day, the one we prayed for, the one your brother died for, is here. I was looking at my grandmother, not at Papi, but the sigh he gave was deeper than a sob. Lori does get her family's permission to head off into the hills, and it is much harder than she ever imagined it could be. What she really struggles with, though, is the threat of constant violence and the fact that she herself could be killed. My Brigadista Year by Katherine Patterson The 
This book is also available in large print from Thorndike Press.